3: Somehow we limp to this Friday, hour one Dan and the Danettes, Dan at Stan Patrick show. Yes, it's a meat Friday in case you're wondering pulled pork sandwiches, baked Mac and cheese. Who's got it better than we do. Nobody. Nobody. Come on in. Stay a while. A lot of topics to dive into hockey coming up tonight. Hockey has the night to themselves. Lightning at the abs game five, not a pivotal game five, it could be a clinching game five. I thought game four was your pivotal game there. Thank you, Marv. Draft last night, a couple of surprises there. Big surprise when we left the uh, show yesterday, about 15 minutes after we were done. We heard that uh, Arch Manning, was, uh, who's going to be a senior in high school coming up this fall, is uh, committing to the University of Texas. Who would have thought? Uh, if you're Texas and Steve Sarkeesian... You probably have to look at that tweet and go, wait, let me read that again. Arch Manning is going to come here, and I get to – let me look at that again. And, you know, would they have uh, seven losses last year? They lost to Kansas, got embarrassed by Arkansas, had a three-touchdown lead against Oklahoma. But they are sort of back. They just have to wait an extra year before they're back when they get Arch Manning. And then in a couple of years, they go into the SEC. This program is brought to you by the great folks at Discover. With prices soaring at the pump, Discover has your uh, back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at the gas stations and Target, now through June, on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more, discover.com slash rewards. Stat of the day, of course, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Make sure you check out all the great T-shirts we have at danpatrick.com. Poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. Say hello to those watching on Peacock. Download the app. You can watch for free. Uh, we got a poll question, I think, maybe a snarky poll question from Paulie. Say good morning to our radio affiliates as we inch closer to nearly 400 radio stations around America. So Arch Manning, one of the more sought-after recruits in recent memory, but yesterday the wait for his decision finally came to an end. He's going to Texas. Used to be a pretty prestigious football program. It's still big time. As far as moneymaker goes, they make a lot of money. They don't have uh, great results on the field, at least in, uh, well, the last decade or so. But uh, they were able to get, and they've had five-star talent before, but now you get a quarterback. They got Quinn Ewers, who went to Ohio State, left high school early to go there, got a name, image, and likeness deal maybe made a million dollars and then realized that he was not going to start at Ohio state, goes back to Texas and he was the number one high school recruit a couple of years ago. He's there kind of holding down the fort and then Arch Manning is going to be coming on campus and Quinn yours are probably a be on the move again. Texas hasn't won more than 10 games in a decade last year finished with a losing record, but Arch Manning, that's a great step. But you're going to need to have a little more than just one player to turn around a roster because when you go into the SEC, it's nice to have a good quarterback. It's even better when you have a nice team. And you, you start to think about the recruitment of Arch Manning. And I'll take you back to information I got from my source. This is, I don't know, a year ago. And I said, uh, do you have a list for Arch Manning and my source, I think at the time, I'd have to go back and look, but Texas was on it, Alabama was on it, and I think Georgia. Those were the three schools. This is a big win for Texas. And yes, name, image, and likeness, we can say, well, the Mannings have money. Did that play a factor here? I think once you get there, I don't think he needs it, which is easy for me to say, but he might go, no, I'm going to cash in here, name, image, and likeness. Why wouldn't I? Everybody else does. Why wouldn't I? But this one feels like okay. You got him. Uh, You know, Texas A and M had the you know number number one recruiting class, and you know Jimbo Fisher and all the great things that they did. Uh, Alabama trying to counter that, and uh, they whiffed on him as well. Georgia, how about Ole Miss? Ole Miss, Ole Miss put Manning in big letters in the end zone when he went down there for a visit. And they whiffed on him with Lane Kiffin. And, of course, Eli went there. Tennessee, I don't know if they were ever in the mix there, but it felt like Arch Manning had his list narrowed down for about a year now and stayed pretty true to that. And eventually, he's going to Texas. All right, eight uh, seven seven three DP show email address dp at danpatrick.com. dot com. Twitter handle at DP Show. Snarky poll question, Paulie?
2: I got a couple snarky ones. Uh, which college football team, college football program, had a better off season? Texas, Texas A and M. Texas A and M had a good off season. Yeah, and a decent season as yeah. well. Yeah, Texas yeah. though, it's like. There's
3: a parade going on down there in Austin. A&M tugged on Superman's cape. Yep. You know? They got a W, an offseason W. Yeah, they did. Well, let's see what happens in October when they play in Tuscaloosa against Alabama at uh, W. a um, and had a good, good offseason. I mean, this is big for Texas, but a lot can happen. You know, Texas got to make sure that they hold on to Arch Manning. Like, this is, this is a long time before he's going to play. He got what fourteen, fifteen months before he plays a football game there. I'd say Texas A and M had a pretty good offseason. Yes, Marv.
0: So when Arch gets there, what's the expectations? Will they just be happy with
3: a college football playoff appearance? Look, they're not. No, they're a, not good enough to. Let's start there. How about we get a winning season? Come on, relax. And then we get a uh, a bowl game, and then maybe by his sophomore junior year, you're playing for a national championship. And that that should be the goal for Texas. Texas used to be one of the standard bearers. They always had great teams. But that's been a long time. And Steve Sarkeesian, we know that he's bounced around. He got fired from USC. He got rehabbed at Alabama with Nick Saban. He got the Texas job. It didn't go well to start. And that's your, that's your lifeline right there. Because now it feels like, if you were thinking of changing your head coach, if Steve Sarkeesian had another losing record this year, do you you know are you going to say, "Hey, we're not going to let you coach this guy who you help recruit to Texas"? Yeah, Paul.
2: Uh, I have one more poll question. This is kind right. of snarky, based off expectations. Right. Would you rather have the number one pick of the twenty twenty three draft or pass on and have the number one pick of the twenty twenty six draft? And my saying is, I don't know if there's ever been a high school athlete with more pressure on them to match what their family has done both uh, the uncles went number one in the draft. Mm. And anything less than a first-round draft pick would be a colossal disappointment in public perception, the casual sports fan. Uh,
3: I'm going to say Arch Manning is not the number one draft pick overall in 2027. I'll
2: take it for pies. I think
3: it's a 2026 draft. 26 draft. Okay. Okay. All right. So even if we're not still doing this, We'll still do this. I'll meet up with you, Paulie, somewhere. Yeah, and, and drive we'll, up to Vermont. I'll have the pies ready. Right yeah, there. and I'll just smash you in the face. Uh, here's for Arch Manning, and then smash you in the face. All right. Uh, what other poll question are we looking at today? Seaton? you got anything? Yeah. Yeah, Dan, I always do.
4: Oh, okay. um, how about yesterday's big winner? <laughs> okay. We could do the Detroit Pistons, right. Houston Rockets. All they right. seem to be yeah. runaway winners of the draft. You All could right. say the Texas Longhorns. How about Aaron Judge? Dude's absolutely killing it. Another game-winning single on the eve of
3: arbitration to figure out what his salary's going to be for the next I know. Okay. Arb- arbitration continues today. Yeah. I, you know what? If I'm him or his age, I just walk in and just run the highlights. <laughs> just say, uh, I don't have anything to say. Uh, roll the highlights. <laughs> Let's go to the videotape. tape. <laughs> Uh, what else do you have? Uh,
4: we've got here. Um, the New York Knicks are playing chess or checkers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or hopscotch. I'm a, they might be playing Parcheesi for all I know. I, I don't know exactly. Okay. Doug Gottlieb was on yesterday and I respect Doug's opinion, college basketball. He said, this is one of the best drafts that he can remember since he's been doing this. Now, That's not big-name players because there are a couple of big-name players or the potential, but depth. It feels like everybody, like the NFL draft, what was that last year? And I said, from a scout said, everybody gets a wide receiver. Everybody can get a wide receiver. There's so many wide receivers. And if your team didn't, then you're like, wait, why didn't we get one? This one felt like, okay, the Knicks with the 11th pick is sort of no man's land and then all of a sudden they trade the 11, and then they trade the 13. They got nothing in one of the deepest traps. Now, it might work, but this is one of those where you go, um, who did you get? If you're a fan, if I say to you, Christmas Day, you can open up your gifts or three presents in a month. (laughs) Well, you want to open up the gifts right now. You don't want to go, ah, let me wait three, you know, a month from now and then open them up. Maybe, maybe, maybe the Knicks got it right. But when you say, hey, who did the Knicks draft in 2022? Hope. Wait, wait, what's his first name? No, no, it's just Hope. They drafted Hope. I know they wanted Jaden Ivey, but. That that wasn't going to happen. And then it felt like, what's plan B? I don't know. You got a plan C or D? E? We're drafting hope. Yeah, Paul.
2: I'm looking back at the past 15 Knicks drafts, and there's not a star to be had that they kept. You know, Obi Toppin, R.J. Barrett's working out pretty well for them. That's Yeah, he is. Working he, he out. Is. He yeah. appears to be a, a quality NBA player. Yeah risk-free. Kevin Knox, nope. Frank Nicolina, nope. Christoph Sporzingis was good for a bit, and they dumped him. Uh, Tim Hardaway, eh. Amon Shumpert, okay. You know, Jordan Hill, I can go on and on. Daniil Gallinari was good for somebody else. You can go on for 20 drafts, and all the players they drafted, if they were good, they were good for
3: somebody else. It's the Knicks, and it's not a destination. When's the last time they got a big-time free agent who wanted to go there? I mean, Durant didn't even consider and the fact that Durant said it publicly. I, I wasn't going go to go the Knicks. Like, the Knicks are for your dad. <laughs> you know, it's like, doesn't mean anything to me. You know, if you're, if you're a player under the age of 30, 35, you're like, that doesn't mean anything to me. They're the new balance of basketball teams? Wow. Well, Kawhi wears new balance, though. <laughs> point proven. Yes. see.
4: Yes, it's gotten to the point where if you hear a player is associated with or rumored to go to the Knicks, you automatically take them down a few pegs to be like, they're not very good then.
3: Well, Kyrie, I guess, has six teams on his list, and uh, I don't know how many of those six teams want Kyrie. Because I was wondering about this analogy. Let's say I was getting a divorce from my wife. And then I said, I got six women I'd like to date. Kate Beckinsale, (laughs) Jennifer Aniston. I'm just throwing out some names. They have to be interested in me. You know, somebody goes, hey, Dan Patrick getting a divorce. uh, He had you on his list. Uh, No, no, I I don't don't think so. You were in a movie with him. Oh, that guy, the sports guy. No, no, not interested.
4: Yes. He... So you think the Knicks would be as interested in Kyrie Irving as Jennifer
3: Aniston would be in dating you? Well, no, they're the Knicks. <laughs> the Knicks, I don't rule out with anything. They would probably say, we'll take Kyrie. Wait, somebody wants to play? They want to play here? Uh, but it felt like, hey, here's my wish list. I'm just going to put these names. If if I'm traded, these are, these are the teams. I just want to know... Are the Heat interested? The Clippers? Is LeBron truly... Like, if you're LeBron, are you that desperate that, okay, maybe I can win one more championship? Because the other thing that Brian Windhorst has pointed out, what if LeBron in a year walks? What if he leaves so he can play wherever his son is drafted or signed? It's a real possibility. Would I go... All right, we can trade for Kyrie. Kevin Durant thought that, okay, this is going to work out, and maybe this is just a negotiating ploy. Maybe. But now what happens if KD, who has four years on his contract, goes, I don't want to stay here. All right, well, we'll trade you. You can't do anything about it. Here's, you know, your four-year contract is going with you. With Kyrie, you can never say never with Kyrie. And as it was pointed out to me, if he would go to the Lakers and only take $6 million, he would probably look at that as, according to a source, they gave me everything that they had available. They gave me the $6 million. So the principle of it, I know it sounds crazy, but Kyrie's crazy. That the Nets didn't give me the max. They're not all in. He, he passed on, what, $16 million? So he didn't have to get vaccinated. So you can't say, well, Kyrie would never do that, or Kyrie would do that. You, you can't say that. But I'll bring back what Brian Windhorst to the mothership said about Kyrie's relationship with the Clippers head coach, Ty Lu, that I found interesting because the Clippers are on the list. Uh, Dallas is on the list. I brought up Dallas just because I had a source say, I wouldn't rule out Dallas if they lose Jalen Brunson and you got Kyrie there in Dallas. So there's a lot of different scenarios, a lot of moving parts there. Phone calls always welcome, 877-3DP-SHELL. show. we will take a break. Also, I have some information on Deshaun Watson as uh, the NFL, Deshaun and the NFL Players Association move forward. I'll have that for you coming up as well. Take a break. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Stiefel financial advisors are here to help you. And you might go, well, I don't need help. Yeah, you do, because we all have different ideas about success, and we achieve it at different times in different ways. Let's say you're thinking about changing jobs or retirement. you got to think about your investment portfolios, retirement accounts. And it's a big deal, and you can't afford to make a mistake. That's where Stiefel is going to help you. They've been doing it for over 130 years. That's a track record. They have been helping clients like you create personalized retirement plans, understand the many options for claiming Social Security, and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. That's just the start. As a client, you have access to Steeple's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, enabling you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefel advisor, a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. S-T-I-F-E-L, Stiefel.com. Stiefel, Nicholas and company incorporated member SIPC and NYSE. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon, Eastern six to nine Pacific on Fox sports radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio radio app at FSR or stream us live on the peacock app.
5: Attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season.
3: Raise your hand if your team hasn't been mentioned with Kyrie Irving. Feels like we're trying to create scenarios here for Kyrie. And then what happens after that? Brian Windhorst was with us earlier this week, the ESPN NBA insider. And uh, my question is included with his answer. This was Tuesday's show with Brian Windhorst. As soon as somebody could be available, the Knicks and Lakers are always mentioned. Because you're going to get clicks whether it's, it, it could actually happen. Like, the Clippers would probably have a better chance of getting Kyrie than the Lakers would. Is that fair?
2: Yeah, I think, um, so the big question there is Tyron Lue, who was a huge supporter of Kyrie. It's so funny, Dan, all these connections come back around again because you're like, well, wait, maybe Durant could play with Westbrook again and LeBron could play with Kyrie again. And then <laughs> Ty, Lue, Ty and Kyrie ended on horrible terms. I would even argue that Ty and Kyrie ended on worse terms than, than LeBron and Kyrie when you get right down some of the stuff that was said. Um, but I also know that Ty Lue
3: would get past it. Yeah, there's just a lot of things to consider. The money, what do the Nets get in return if there's a sign in trade? You're getting a headache. Um, <laughs> you're signing up for it. You are. You know you're going to get it. You just don't know when. It's like a hangover. It's like, I don't know if it's going to be this, this morning. It's going to be, but you are choosing. You can't go, man, I got a hangover here. Yeah, it's called Kyrie. I got a Kyrie. He can play, but at some point, it's diminishing returns. And you can't trust him. When he went to Boston, remember when he said, hey, if you'll have me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re-sign here. Um, how'd that work out? Hey, okay, go to the Nets. Hey, KD, come on in. We're going to win championships. Mm, I don't know if we're going to win championships. Uh, you know what? I may want to get out of here. I don't know what their relationship's like, but it feels like KD is going to the mat for Kyrie. feels like KD's saying, hey, if uh, he leaves, then you know I'm, I might look at a, you know, a trade as well. So now if you're management, you go, all right, do we have to give this guy the max to make sure we keep KD happy. It feels like there's a leverage play. A couple of, a couple of these leverage plays. Yes, Marv?
0: My pie-in-the-face offer still stands. If he goes to any other team, I'm taking it. This is all for not Because I thought Kyrie was hmm. also the head coach. And oh, right. him and KD were working as GMs. So they're just staying
3: there. Did anybody accept that bet? That if Kyrie goes, Marv takes a pie to the face. Is that right? Okay. Correct. Yeah,
2: I don't know if the Nets can let this happen because they gave up so much to get Harden that didn't work out. You know. They need one title out of this. One title clears up all mistakes.
3: Did you see where Philadelphia's on the list? Like, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> I, no, that would be awesome. <laughs> How about this? Uh, yeah, we'll take uh, Kyrie. We want to send you James Harden again. <laughs> yeah. Call him
2: like two in the morning when they just woke up.
4: Yeah, oh. Maybe Kyrie put that in t- just to mess with James
3: Harden. I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> but it just feels like that story is going to stay for another, what, six days? Seven days? And maybe it's he just stays and he gets... You know, I think from what the reporting looks like, it's three years they'd like to give him. He wants the max. But KD's role in this as they move forward, just a lot of moving parts. And then these other teams, well, the other teams can't say that they're interested. I mean, they can third party, and that's what's happened. You know, I'm here in the heat. And why is it the heat have a culture and nobody else has a culture? It's always the heat. They've got a culture there. Is it the Pat Riley culture here? LeBron got tired of the Heat culture. But i, I they're the only team that has a culture, apparently. <laughs> yes, Paul.
2: There's a tough situation here. There's some tough situations at the draft that Heat took a guy named Nikola Jovich. Yeah, he not Jokic. Yeah. And I think it's y- Jovic. Yeah. It's so close. So if he ends up being a star, we got a problem on our hands.
3: Okay, what's his nickname? If there's the Joker, is he like the Joker? <laughs> right. Like The, it, yo-ver. the uh,
2: Nikola J-O-V-I-C.
4: Jovich. Yeah, Jovich. Jov Jovich. Jovich.
2: He'd go by Nick Jovic and and help everybody out. Just cut it down to Nick.
3: Yeah. Because yeah, that's going to be confusing. Do you see where Jovic only had four points last time? What? The MVP? No, no, no. It's... No, it's another guy. All right, uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. I'll have uh, some information on Deshaun Watson that uh, I was privy to last night from a source and spoke to uh, my source again this morning on that. Jeff in Detroit joins us to lead us off. Hey, Jeff, what's on your mind?
0: What up? though happy New Friday to everybody. I have a few questions. My first question, Dan, is this: Not too serious? you were talking about. If you had, if the senators wanted you to help out with the uh, with the good situation with Roger Goodell, my question is: What would be your one question? And more so, I have a poll question for you guys. Definitely want to hear Paulie's answer on this.
3: I got a bad phone connection there from you, uh, Jeff. Got a bad phone connection. My one, my one question for the commissioner. Um, have you or will you initiate a conversation with the fellow owners to get Daniel Snyder out? Tell me the, uh, Commissioner, uh, explain the upside of keeping Daniel Snyder as the Washington commander's owner. And while I've got you here, can you explain (laughs) to Flaky? Well, let me, me, uh, speaking of the commissioner, let me uh, get my notes here on Deshaun Watson. I uh, talked to a source last night, and uh, the source is involved in the conversation here. And uh, I said, is it fair to say that the punishment starts at a one-year suspension for Deshaun Watson? And I was told yes. That's where the negotiations start. Um, now, it could be more and it could be less but they're also saying, you know, this is a new process that the commissioner doesn't hear this, he he hears the appeal. There's no precedent here. They want to bring up uh that my source said the NFL Players Association will bring up Daniel Snyder, will bring up uh Robert Kraft and will bring up Ben Roethlisberger. That's going to be part of from what my source said, the NFL Players Association their approach will be to bring up these cases in as far as discipline. Also, my source said you got to, and also therapy would be, uh, that would be part of this. You would get a one-year suspension and be required to go into therapy for this, from what I'm told. Now, the other part of this is the Texans, according to my source, were enablers. To what degree that, is something that's been unreported or hasn't been reported very much at all. You let him use a facility, and really what changed? You know, did the Texans provide a safe place for him? Then the pandemic hit. Well, then that's when Deshaun Watson went on Instagram looking for these massage therapists, or at least that was their title. But the Texans' role in all of this because how do they feel when Deshaun Watson decided that he didn't want to play there anymore, that you're helping him, and then he doesn't want to play there anymore? And that's been unreported. Uh, or there's been very little reporting done on the Texans' role in this. And does the commissioner go after the Texans for their role in this? But I was told that it's, it's starting at a year. This is what the NFL is concerned about. Let's say you give him 12 games and then there's more accusers that come forward. Then you have, they, they just, they don't want to be, they're worried this is going to drag on. And that's why I think that there was pressure to settle, but you couldn't settle the uh, other four. And I said to my sources, if you said a player, any player has four civil lawsuits, he's facing four civil lawsuits for sexual assault or sexual misconduct, that'd be a big deal. We feel like, hey, settled 20 of them. Okay. And Here's the other thing my source said. If Deshaun Watson had settled these from the start, he doesn't think Deshaun Watson gets disciplined. Deshaun's, you know, attorney, Rusty Harden wanted to fight this. Keep his name in the
2: news.
3: (laughs) And I think you nailed that one. That's why they are where they are. But you start with a year, and then it's a sliding scale one way or another here. But that's what my source said last night. And then I I reconfirmed this morning because I wanted to make sure I got the language correct with all of this. Yes, Eaton. So settling right away rather than fighting it looks less guilty? Uh, well, he thought that this just goes, we move on. It, it, it is terrible in the moment, but we move on. Because we move on from everything, it feels like. I mean, we moved on from Ben Roethlisberger. Well, I still mentioned his name right now. Well, they've got to use that. They've got to use that to say, well, you only, you know, you gave him six games and went down to four, and what he was accused of. Robert Kraft. What happened to him? Um, Also, you know, the owners in front office people, according to my source, they're supposed to be held to a higher standard. Well, Daniel Snyder, he didn't get suspended a year. I don't know that Robert Kraft did the same thing either, though. No, but he also is an owner who's involved in this. What kind of discipline did he really, you know, do you find him? Like these guys don't, they're not held to a higher standard. At least this is what the argument that they think is going to happen. Yeah. I don't have the answers to this. I'm just going by what I was told that they're going to use these other cases to say, all right, can you get him down for a year? My source said, look, the NFL Players Association, they have to defend Deshaun Watson just from the standpoint of we defend every client or they're going to defend every client. And my source said, you know, we don't know what they're going to bring up. We assume that they're gonna bring up these other cases here because there's no precedent here. Yes, yeah, pardon.
2: The Patriots owner Robert Kraft was charged with
3: prostitution
2: or contributing to prostitution and those charges were dropped. Yeah. But he was charged with Sean Watson that yet to be charged. Yeah.
3: There's a lot going on with this. There will continue to be. The fact that you have four that may not settle, um, And then what happens after that? But the discipline and the fact the longer this goes, it feels like the NFL is going to hold firm to that. You're going to sit down for the entire year. Can't touch his money. Can't touch his signing bonus. He's only getting a little more than a million dollars this year to play. Um, But, yeah, that's sort of where we are right now. Yeah, Todd.
1: I don't see any scenario. I kind of agree with Seton quickly settling Looks absolutely horrible. And I'm not so sure that would go away so fast. Certainly not from an image standpoint, maybe in the uh what the suspension is or being able to get back on the football field. But well, if you
3: it, quickly do that, it's not the right move in the moment from this, you know, where you go, oh my gosh, we're gonna never let this go. If I would have said to you, hey, a year later, how much are we talking about Deshaun Watson? You probably aren't. I mean, that's that's the reality of this. You might say, I'm going to always hold that against him. And you might, but my source said he believes if Deshaun Watson had settled immediately, he might not have been disciplined. This is crazy. Yeah, Paul.
2: The tough part about the NFL and and settling and not settling, in in most lines of work, like uh, the NFL can punish you when there's no charges against you, when the grand jury doesn't, doesn't indict you. And that doesn't matter to the NFL. They can levy their own type of punishment, and they're their own appeals court. So you're really, you know, it's a really weird thing. You're playing the legal game, but then you're playing the NFL's game, which is totally separate.
3: And you have, you know, so the new collective bargaining agreement, you have a judge who's going to hear this. If there is an appeal, Roger Goodell hears the appeal. He doesn't have final say now, but he could have final say in all of this. All right, we'll take a break here. Got our play of the day coming up. Your phone calls as well. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
0: My God! The play
3: play. of the day. Left side, got it! to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. And the 3-0 line hard deep to left field. Base hit. Trevino rounds third. He's coming home. Trevino scores. Ball game
1: over. Yankees win. The
3: That's courtesy of WFAN, the Yankees radio network. Aaron Judge, two of the Yankees' league-leading nine walk-off hits this season. That's your play of the day. Brought to you by Sincoro Tequila. I was sipping some last night, had a cigar, sitting there by myself, watching the draft. Delicious, ultra-smooth, naturally rich tequila, best enjoyed, neat. I had it on the rocks last night. A slice of orange. Also, you can put it in your favorite tequila Cocktails. Perfect toast to life. Well played. Drink responsibly, of course. It's uh, imported by Sincoro Spirits Group, LLC, Miami, Florida. Slighten the mood a little bit here. Um, they introduced the families last night at the draft. So mom and dad and uh, sisters and brothers in some cases. And then next thing you know, I uh, noticed a couple of different moms <laughs> that, uh, I I don't know what kind of player Christian Braun is, but I hope he stays in the league a long time. <laughs> uh, his mom, I think, a former uh, college basketball player, lottery pick. Yes, she is, and uh, <laughs> he's uh, going to the Nuggets, and uh, I hope he has a, a very prosperous career. Yes, yes, boy.
2: I notice a lot of the moms took this opportunity to you know dress up, you know get a new dress, you know draft <laughs> night, big city. Yeah. It's great. I was calling it the, the NBA hey, draft.
3: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Well, but, you know, Luca's mom is still, that's that's number one overall. Donchich? Yeah, Luca Doncic. Okay. Oh, yeah. Remember his mom? I'm still in the. the oh. oh, no, no, no. You oh. can't forget her. I got to Google that Like, again. Luca's had a good career. She's had a better career. Like Luca's mom? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. I'm more of a Christian Braun
3: type. Oh. Yeah. Okay. High motor. Okay. You know? I I know. That's another thing. On upside. When they said, okay, what are his strengths? High motor. And I went, oh, God. I didn't even have to know if he was white or not. It was like, "Hi, motor." He actually tries higher than other players. I know. Hi, motor. How are you? Yes, why, Marv. Why did he do that to you guys? I don't know.
0: He's a first round draft pick, I know. and he's high. There was nobody else. Hey, Jalen uh, Duran or Jalen Williams or yeah. the other Jalen Williams.
3: Yeah, I didn't see no high, high motor. motor. No, I would think Jaden Ivy, after watching him play, has a high motor. I, I I'm guessing he has a high motor. Yes. Speaking of uh, great mothers. Yes. Oh yeah. I wish she was my mom. Really? Yeah. College coach, Notre Dame, assistant coach with yeah. Memphis, work with John ja Morant. Jaden Ivy reminds me of a little bit bigger Ja Morant. Yeah, Paul.
2: If you tape if you type Jaden Ivy into a search engine, yeah. the first thing that doesn't come up is Iowa or basketball. It's mom <laughs> is the next word that follows it. It fills it in for you.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, like just part of the uh pomp and circumstance. The fanfare with the uh, draft last night. And then uh you know, the suits. I always wonder what's the suit they passed on. When you see some of these things, like Paolo Bancaro. He Is that the pronunciation? Uh, it is for me. He uh he had everything <laughs> but a a raspberry Paolo Bancaro. Bancaro. It's like Luka Doncic. Paolo Bancaro. He had a, a purple suit on. He just needed the raspberry beret. Uh, he said he wore the color because everyone gave his parents some grief for him not going to the University of Washington. And uh, this was his way of saying that he was sorry. So he wore the, uh, the prince suit, the purple, and uh, nice look. There were a couple of them where I go, man, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Um, you know, if, if you're 18, 19, 20 years of age, your first suit, or one of your first suits, or you get to buy your first suit, and then that's what you get, uh, there's some, there, there some styling going on there. Yeah, Mark? The jewelry? I mean, that just screams, I'm rich now, everybody. Hmm. Look at hmm. – this isn't fake now. Well, Chet Holmgren had dice, and then there was a three and the four – so that totals to seven, and then his number is thirty-four.
2: His jewelry doubled his weight. I thought his back was going to break. He's going to collapse under the weight of the jewelry. He looks like a ladder unfolding when he walked up on the
3: stage. I always bet on myself. Yeah, but he did look like the original McLovin, like a seven-foot <laughs> version of of the original McLovin. Yeah. If you look at Christopher mintz Ploss, pull up his picture. You give me a seven-foot version of uh, the original. What was the uh, movie? Superbad. Super yeah, Superbad. Yeah, that that he, he struck me as the uh, original McLovin in there. Yeah, Paul.
2: I thought Chet Holmgren was the DJ for the draft when I saw him on the stage, <laughs> all blacked out. You know,
3: suit. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. it's nice. Got that first first money coming in. Nice. Went right out just as fast. Yes, it did. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I got all this money. Some
2: people are saying we're sleeping on Dyson Daniels' mom.
3: No, I was going to bring her up. Oh, okay, I didn't want to <laughs> seem creepy as a journalist. I didn't yes, want to let it go I, by. I I agree. Uh, there were there were a couple of top picks last night. We we do cover the story <laughs> top to bottom. Wait, what? Uh... <laughs> it's good TV. Yeah, man. it is. It <laughs> Well, thank you, Todd. You think I care who the Nuggets get in the draft? Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Got a pair of Nuggets. Um, Rocky Mountain. There you go. Here we go. And Fritzy is laying out, not contributing really in this segment.
4: I
1: know better. Okay. When, I, when I say it, I'm the, uh, I'm the creepy guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall into that trap.
3: Matt in L.A. Hi, Matt. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan and Danette. Um So I have a question for you. So last August, I remember you telling a story of your exit from
6: uh, the mothership and how you had, I believe it was Fritzy or C, and I forget who it was,
0: that you said collect as many interviews as you can before we get out of here. Yeah. And I was wondering, would you ever consider – a movie, like a comedic movie uh, made about you and your exit from the mothership and making the DP show. And if so, I have three working titles for you.
3: Okay. Alright. So if there was a movie based on my life, Matt has three potential movie titles. Okay, Matt. So we got Operation Exit Stage Right. We have The Mothership Heist. And then we have Act natural, and this is all based on the exit from the mothership until you created the DP show. All right. Well, thank you, Matt. Uh, I've been offered many times uh, money to write a book, which I won't do. I did one with Keith Oberman, but that was more on sports casting and athletes, and I, I don't. I have no interest in writing a book about my time at ESPN or leaving or any of that stuff a uh, movie <laughs> no yeah. i think there was somebody saying they were going to do a movie based off skip Bayless. Uh, you know good luck with that but uh no i i don't think anybody's interested in a movie based based uh, on my life yes Marv. remember when there was going to be ESPN in the movie yeah, yeah miller the the author yeah the andrew miller andrew miller i don't know what ever happened to that he was writing the script, and there was going to be ESPN the movie. That was like five or six years ago.
2: I remember it got so far down the road. There was websites that said like Jason Bateman was going to be playing the role of you. That it was one of the names thrown around.
3: Yeah, I yeah I don't know anything about I it. I could see that
4: Jason Bateman. Yeah. That's a good one. Imagine
2: be yeah. passed on Ozark to do the ESPN movie.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just a dream role I've always wanted to play. Dan Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Marv.
0: That's what I was going to ask. Who would you want Ooh. to play you? And who should play us? I
3: put myself in it. Oh, okay. I got Wesley Snipes for you. How old am I? <laughs> well, you're 39, but Wesley can play younger. Hey, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Do you want Kevin Hart? We have the Same size hands. Okay, Fritzy. Oh, I think he's got bigger hands. Fritzy. <laughs> Fritzy's working on a Kevin Hart impersonation. I came in first thing that happens this morning. I come in. Fritzy goes, "Tell me, tell me who I'm, I'm, I'm uh, imitating," and then he
1: goes. So I went into the supermarket and I was buying stuff. I bought some stuff, bought it home, bought home bags. I had, bad, I had the groceries in the bags, but I didn't know what to do with the bags. After the bags, I didn't know what to do with them. So I try to bring them back, should I recycle them, should I throw them out? I don't know what to do. But I talk really fast. People think I'm funny.
3: And I said, you're Kevin Hart. And he goes, yeah. Like you were really proud and, and Seaton didn't pick up on it. I thought he was being Ross Perot. <laughs> yeah, no. Can't I finish?
2: Can't I finish? <laughs> yeah, it does have a sprinkle of Ross Perot.
4: Yeah. I didn't get Kevin
3: Hart at all. Yeah, I, I like, did. Just so- a, yeah, a little bit. So, maybe Kevin Hart plays you? You okay with that? All right, I'm in. Paulie, Jason Statham. Oh, I
1: wish. Fritzy. The Rocky guy. I you know I got the whole Paulie. Somehow you work. No, Pauly he too. can't
3: do it. Who's the uh, former Yankee? Nick, Nick Swisher. Swisher. Yeah. Ah. Seton, who's playing you? Probably Patton Oswald. That's oh. who I was, yeah. <laughs> James Corden. Yeah. James Corden. One more item. We close out our one simply safe home security. We talk about defense all the time in sports. Good defense wins championships. Good defense keeps your family safe, your home safe. That's why we love simply safe home security, offering comprehensive protection, not only against intruders, burglary, but also against home hazards from flooding and fires. 24-7 professional monitoring simply safes agents take the action. Once there's a threat that's detected, dispatching police and first responders in an emergency even if you're not at home now monitoring plans are affordable priced at about a dollar a day no long-term contracts no hidden fees because feeling safe at home shouldn't break the bank they're with you every step of the way they don't lock you in like a lot of these other security companies do customize the perfect system for your home in just a couple of minutes at simplysafedan.com. and if you go today claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring simplysafedan.com.
5: It's Freddie Prinz Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie?
1: You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked.
5: All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling.
1: Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app,
7: With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more.